0: Manifesting is an embodied experience, but if you have trauma that's and trauma is held in your body, then you are not going to be able to experience, receive, manifest whatever the experience that you are desiring. Desiring. So it's very easy for people to just say, just think of this thing and then you'll get it in. Mm-hmm. And whilst that can happen, often people don't know how to receive it because they don't they don't know how to be in their feminine. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously, periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website, and with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode. This podcast I did when I was back in Tulum, which is just was just a vibe that trip honestly was so expensive for me and it made me just feel like myself again after a shit time in London and it definitely started me on this beautiful 2021 journey I mean we've had our highs and lows this year haven't we all but it's definitely started it started the year off in a great way to allow me to manifest getting my dream home in New York City and moving back here so This episode I did with Rachel Hunt for her podcast episode and we have chopped it up and put the interview into my podcast because it is honestly full of so many nuggets of wisdom. I know that sometimes maybe you guys don't want to listen to like interviews I've done on someone else's podcast because you just want to hear me ramble for like an hour or so, but... um, I guarantee you there is so many chicken nuggets in this episode and I would really really recommend listening to it Uh, it just saves me a lot more time than having to like re-record things over and over again so it's just me because my calendar is kind of cooked but I want to get this content out to you guys so you can have the free information Also, I've totally forgotten to mention this in the last two episodes. If you haven't joined my behind the scenes bubble, you totally should because I literally, it's my Instagram stories on steroids and I am putting so much extra content back there and talking about things that we can't necessarily talk about on Instagram and giving you guys voice messages and it's just completely different and such a different energy transmission to just my free Instagram stories and my free content. So it's $10 a month. I would highly recommend joining. And do not forget that MMM Level 2 closes on September 22nd as well with our new module that's going to be held on the 24th of September here in my beautiful New York City home. All the details are on the website. Let's jump in
1: first of all welcome we're so happy to have you and let's just start with you kind of introducing yourself who you are um yeah like just learn a little bit more about how you got into what you're now doing today
0: Okay. So basically going, when people ask me like, what do you do? I honestly, I'm like, I don't even fucking know. I feel like I wear so many different hats that I can't give like a, this is my job title. Yeah. Obviously by trade, by like my study, I am a life coach and I focus on trauma healing, on feminine embodiment. I help men to really get, get into their like authentic masculinity helping them to stop feel like they're stopping to helping them to realize that they don't need to like fill these massive shoes with their dad doing all the inner child's work all that kind of stuff so honestly every client's different I do like period coaching I help women get their cycles back help women fall pregnant mm-hmm. I do stuff around helping women to understand why they need to stop emasculating men and how to stop emasculating men I help Like in that, in that way with the emasculation thing, what it really is, is like, it's like activism for men, but I'm doing it through my female followers, basically, Um, helping men to feel empowered again and let them take the lead. What else do I do? money stuff manifestation yeah, good. that's you kind of good. the vibe that's I do of everything <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I am, I'm exactly what they tell you not to be a one-stop shop like someone can come to me with digestive issues with energetic issues with trauma with relationship issues with anything and I'm like I can help you so I actually do feel like I'm a one-stop shop
1: but you know what like I think well I focus obviously on mindset and business yeah. focus And, you know, like money manifestation is definitely a big part of my biz, but I also understand because I'm an NLP, um, I'm certified NLP. So, Mm. you know, I understand that, you know, like our physical ailments are often a result of emotional like limiting beliefs and things like that so I actually believe yeah. that it is actually quite interconnected and yeah. as someone who suffered from I have celiac disease so as someone who suffered from tons of digestive issues yeah I, I understand now that oh my god like it and like both my mom and my sister also have autoimmune I'm like okay. this is generational like this is like yeah. emotional like imprintation for for gen, like that's been there for for generations and like I understand kind of how that weaves into it so it's not really where the conversation um is going to go today necessarily yeah. but I but I do see a big correlation and like yeah you you may be like
0: a one stop shop but it all weaves into one another. That's the thing. It all weaves into one another. And I think, I honestly think that it's kind of helpful to have a coach as a one-stop shop because it means that if you come to me with say period issues, for example, I'm able to look at your situation and be like, okay, there is an energetic component and there's a physical, or there Mm -hmm. is just an energetical or there is just a physical. Like it's kind of honestly easier for the client because it means that the coach is able to see all of the dynamics that you're currently in. Yeah. Rather than like just the digestive stuff or just the relationship stuff, they're actually able to see it all. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's so in, in, in crucial.
1: Like I started off as yeah. just a quote unquote business coach, but I've understood how yeah, like so many of these like physical and emotional and mental uh, components have you know, it, like intertwined and allowed me to become better as a coach, better as yeah. a person overall, because it it isn't just, you know, fix one, like, it's not just like a band-aid solution. It's like, let's look yeah. at it from a holistic approach. And that's kind of where like your greatest results can come from. And, you know, if like energetically you're, you're not, at your best I mean that's going to affect if you are a business owner that's going to definitely impact your business mm. it's going to impact how you show up in relationships it's going to it's going to fuck with your life so it's like you yeah. know it really t- like I'm like you're preaching in the choir but and I like resonate I think that's why I resonate with you so much it's like I normally don't you know follow so many like you know people in the like house health- I do and I don't but it's like I really yeah. love how you weave it all together. Um, And what I really love is also just like your approach to money and manifestation. Thank you. Um, And I think that's something I really want to focus on today. That's a lot of what I cover in my podcast. Um, But I'd love for you to share a little bit about your approach. I, I think you're so big on you know expanding you know our wealth frequency and understanding our wealth frequency and what that's like emitting and you know how it's emitting um in order for us to like attract more money even if we don't work for ourselves if we work for someone else so maybe touch on that a little bit about yeah and also how
0: you got into that too um, I used to think manifestation didn't work for me, but obviously that's not true. Like the universe doesn't just say like, oh, it works for Rachel, it doesn't work for Monica. Yeah. So it works for everybody. I feel like in the industry at the moment, I like to kind of pull apart the industry just because I'm like a critical thinker, um, is that there's a lot of like lack of embodiment, lack of integrity, and of people grasping onto like these, these simple ideas to actually a very complex kind of thing. And it's simple at the same time. And... Putting people and like things in a box, like they put manifestation in a box. And what I kind of want the listeners to understand is that manifestation and wealth frequency is very like multi-dimensional. There's a lot of layers to it. If you have not healed your, you know, if you've been healed your trauma, that's going to affect your manifestation abilities because when you manifest, it's like an embodied experience. So the energy of wealth, the energy of being rich, the energy of abundance, you feel that in your body. You know, yes, you have the belief of like, money is amazing and blah, blah, blah like any affirmations in your head, but you, you want to feel them. Like people always say with manifesting, you need to feel the manifestation before it's happened. You have to feel the emotion. So manifesting is an embodied experience, but if you have trauma that's and trauma is held in your body, then you are not going to be able to experience, receive, manifest, whatever, the experience that you are desiring. So it's very easy for people to just say, just think of this thing and then you'll get it in. Mm. And whilst that can happen, often people don't know how to receive it because they don't, they don't know how to be in their feminine. They're not embodied in their feminine. I see a lot of the time when it comes to like love and relationships and like manifesting in your soul partner and everything like that, a lot of people can get actually caught up in the manifestation process and they emotionally bypass their own emotions. So their own anger and frustration about men or about them not being able to find the one X, Y, and Z. They don't allow themselves to feel it because they're like, no, I shouldn't focus on that because I'm going to attract that in. So they emotionally bypass themselves. And then also what can happen is they don't allow themselves to also honor the fact that like they've done everything so I see people get like really addicted to like the healing quote-unquote they need to do so they can attract in the partner so that they change their mindset change their beliefs x y and z and they actually can become like addicted to it because they keep thinking something is wrong with them and that they Mm -hmm. have to fix it before they attract that person in rather than knowing in their heart nothing is wrong with them and that they just haven't found their person yet not because they're not worthy of it not because of something that's wrong with them but just because it just hasn't happened Happened yet and you're allowed to be frustrated over that and I, and I do feel like people emotionally bypass themselves in that area and they focus so heavily on like affirmations and they don't realize that the more in alignment you are living in your life the easier things flow so even for example like I'm in Tulum at the moment with a fucking burnt scalp so if I keep itching my head that's why I'm so sorry I don't have nets um, I promise but even just being here I'm more in alignment now than what I was in this stupid London lockdown. And I've met amazing people. I've had more human interaction than i you know, in the past, like, three four days and I've had in like a fucking whole year being in London essentially or nearly a whole year and I've had amazing opportunities manifested amazing things x y and z and that's not because of me doing anything at all it's actually just because I am more in alignment I'm more in receptivity my body is more relaxed and I am happier and the happier that you are the more you're going to attract things in I feel like people actually get too focused on what they want and as a result they're actually in scarcity right if they're constantly mm-hmm. like focusing on I'm manifesting, thousand dollars I'm manifesting ten thousand dollars and they focus so heavily on it they actually at the same time can be manifesting scarcity because they're constantly mm-hmm. affirming that they don't have it and they keep writing it down in their journal instead of being in the energy of neutrality and that kind of energy is like not obsessing over it mm-hmm. and I know that you're in, in that you're in MMM level two Rachel and I talk about this in the module where I'm in Zermatt about the, how I manifested that ski trip. And cause it was a full fucking manifestation. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic. We got across the border, like literally 10 minutes basically before they, they before they shut down all the flights in London airports. Like it was crazy. And, um, I manifested that because I was so in the energy of neutrality because I got jelly and I stopped doing my morning journaling. I stopped I stopped obsessing over things that I wanted to fucking manifest. And I just was like, whatever, I didn't give a fuck anymore. I'm like too tired to like even care. And um and I after my Instagram was hacked and I got it back by like nothing short of a miracle, I was like, wow, like I I, I got to a whole new level of like feeling supported, right? Mm. So I really believe that miracles like are my fucking like birthright. They're available to me all the time and I'm so heavily fucking supported. So I just stopped really worrying about the fucking ski trip. And then literally like, a month before we left, that's when it was booked. And that's pretty, even though it was a month beforehand, it wasn't super last minute, that's really last minute for a skate trip. Because generally with a skate trip, you'll book that shit six months to a year in advance. And we booked it like a month before. And so even the way that that happened was like, it was because I was in the energy of neutrality and I think that a lot of people sometimes don't give themselves permission to just be neutral about things because they're like no I constantly have to be focusing on what I want but one that can get really exhausting Um, and two it can actually be like repelling because you can unconsciously set up these expectations and then get let down when they don't happen instead of being like whatever's going to happen is going to be perfect the end I'll focus on being happy and I know that I'm going to get my desires so people don't, people can forget like, yes, write down what you want, but you also need to be neutral about it. You can't be obsessed with it.
1: Yeah, no, I love all of that. And it, I, I like have to like agree because when I first got into like law of attraction, manifestation, etc., like I would follow the ask, believe, receive model. And I'm like, it, something's missing. And what I found is that they skimmed over some of the, like you said, it's like they simplified it. Yes, it is simple for sh- in, yeah. in a, it can be simple, but yet there's complexities yeah. within it that exactly th- they overlook. And and that was like my my journey with manifestation. I'm like guys, like there's more to it. Like there's more to yeah. it than just like pass, believe, receive. And there's more of like like you said, like kind of that bypassing mentality where it's like. Oh, if I just say the affirmation, like till I'm blue in the face, then it's just going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. no, because like, that's just conscious. And a lot of it, like you said, comes subconsciously. And I believe like, this is how I see things. And let me know if you resonate, but it's like, yeah. so you prime your mindset and you can like r- release and remove the blocks. You, you mentioned trauma quite yeah. a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you can like work through that. And then I feel like once you prime the mindset, then energetically, you're able to embody it with a lot more. Ease mm. Because because the blocks aren't standing in the way they may still be there a little bit. But it's like you're able, you're starting to lift the layers. And it's like you can't have one yeah. with the other. And I believe like it is like this. Yeah, like this two pronged approach that. To me, I re- I could read back like the Abraham Hicks book that I've read like, you know, yeah. five times. And I'm like, wait, they don't even talk about that at all. Like, it's not just as yeah. simple as they say.
0: Go on, yeah. Exactly. And I was going to say with that, like... I think sometimes people, and this definitely also can be a thing where like the bigger the manifestation is, the more complex it is. And yes and no, because I just honestly see it. Like some people, they can manifest in soulmates like that. And other people no. just can't. And it's part of their karma. It's part of their learning, like whatever it is. And so it's not to say that like manifesting money is easy and manifesting soulmates is hard. It's actually just to say that like everyone is going to have their own journey with manifesting different things. And no. that's, and that means that everyone's layers and everyone's things that they Work on is different, so it's not that like you need to do more work, quote unquote, to manifest a partner versus manifest money. It's actually that everyone's going to have a different experience with with Mm -hmm. how easily things can manifest. Um, and that's okay. And people often forget that you're manifesting all the time, so even if your physical eyes cannot see. The soulmate in front of you—it doesn't mean that you're not actively manifesting it. It does not mean that what you're doing isn't working. And mm-hmm. I think people need to remind themselves of that. Of like, if you are happy, if you are valuing yourself, if you are loving your life, if you are doing things that bring you joy, you have done your part. Like you have done your part, um, mm-hmm. and you don't need to feel like you're doing something wrong because you're not doing something wrong with the universe is not punishing you ever, ever, ever. The universe does not say, Oh, like this person deserves this. And this person doesn't deserve this. That's not how it works.
1: So when you say neutrality, I I agree with it. How can our listeners lean into this neutrality of like, you know, getting clear on what their intention is getting clear on what they want to manifest, but then like being cool, calm, collected and be like, okay, like, like, let you know like detach yeah yeah, yeah. because that's the thing that I get asked the most and and it's it isn't just as easy as saying like oh yeah just like let it go because that no yeah is really
0: fucking hard it's really fucking hard yeah so what tips do you have on like into neutrality so a couple of things would be that the more that you are in your feminine the easier it's going to be to let go because you're used to surrendering all the time Mm -hmm. and you've got a deepest sense of connection to your intuition. And it, I believe, I feel, and I know for myself and my clients that if you have a diff, a deeper sense, a deeper sense of connection to your intuition, if you're say manifesting money or a partner or whatever it is, you can feel like, yeah, this is like on its way. I can feel it. I know it's happening. And your intuition is like, don't worry, babe, like he's coming or the money's coming or whatever it is. So you know that. So you, it's like, you've literally been told by a fucking gypsy. And so you don't have to worry about it. You're like, Oh, it's coming. It's totally fine. So I would say one, The more intuitive you are and we're all intuitive, the more connected you are to your intuition and the more in touch with it that you are, the easier it's going to become because you will be like, it's like your brain knows it's coming so you can let it go because it's really about your mind wanting to be that little control freak. So the more that you feel like you're in control, the easier it's going to be. So it's kind of like playing this game of like making your mind think that you're in control because your intuition's told you X, Y, and Z. So that's number one. Um, I mean, even like seeing a psychic for some people can be really fucking helpful in letting go because it's like someone else has told them this is going to happen. Like you're going to have kids. You ne- never have to worry about it. So like, okay, cool. I can let go. Um, another one I would also say is that um, I always say to myself, um, fuck, what do I say to myself? Oh, if it, <laughs> if it, if I get it, great. And if it doesn't, no one's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't like remember that your brain and your body starts freaking out because it the way that it's perceiving it is that if I don't get this thing, I'm going to die yeah and so you really need to be okay with it happening and you need to also be okay with it not happening Mm -hmm. and when you've got that dynamic it becomes easy and Mm -hmm. it's not that it's not going to happen and that you're going to die it's actually that something better could happen Mm -hmm. so I really remind myself over and over again and like think back to all the times where you thought something wasn't going your way and then holy shit did it go your way And you just didn't even know it was going your way you got something even better or the times when you know, you were late to something, but then a miracle occurred because of it. Like you missed a car accident or whatever it was. Like you hear about those stories all the time. I've had those stories, right? So often those like hiccups in life are actually miracles. And if you tune back to them and remember them, they are your proof. That's your proof for your brain that the universe is always giving you what you want or something better. So mm. even when something doesn't happen, it's not that you didn't deserve it or anything or that you fucked it up. It's actually that the universe is giving you something better or it's or you your brain thinks that you want this, but the universe is like, no, 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 if she gets this, shit's going to go down. So the universe is always, always supporting you because your heart knows what you want, even if your mind is like a little bit confused by it. So that, and then the other thing also is that um I what I found really helpful as well is like not doing too many manifestation practices because you can without realizing it you can get really really attached and kind of really obsessed like I was saying before to the manifestation practices so I would make sure that is a really key thing as well of like maybe don't journal every morning maybe switch it up with like dancing going for a run like honestly when you do something that makes you feel good you're manifesting so you don't really need to worry it's not your responsibility to worry about it so that and then you've just got to remember like even when you think it's not working out like it's always working out for you so Mm. a thing that was really helpful for me like with the lockdowns and everything if I didn't have that ski trip in Switzerland I would have been alone for Christmas and it would have been the first Christmas away from my family and I am like a sucker for fucking family Christmas time um we would have been the first Christmas away from my family I haven't seen my family in like that point like a over a year Mm. and um And obviously, I kind of emotionally prepared myself for it. And because I emotionally prepared myself for it, if it happened, I was like, I know that it's meant to happen. Mm -hmm. It was kind of this thing where I I was like, I was okay with being alone for Christmas. And I was also like, I would love to go to Switzerland. Mm -hmm. But if I am at home, like, I'm not going to die. And I know that it's going to bring me something really important because I know that I am so powerful and I'm a powerful manifester that if I'm meant to be in Switzerland, I will be in Switzerland. And if I'm not meant to be in Switzerland, I'm not going to be in Switzerland, but I'm going to still be okay. And that's really the key thing because when you're super stressed about not getting the thing it's not about the thing it's actually that you're being traumatized and being triggered by something from your past so you really want to heal that like if it's like for example maybe the Christmas scenario it's like if I was super triggered by that all the time and traumatized by the thought of that that could be around something with like abandonment right so you feeling like you're being abandoned again and so by healing that then you're not going to be bringing that abandonment energy into being alone for Christmas you're not taking it personally like oh my god I've been abandoned done something wrong but rather like this is the world's situation if this is going to happen like I'm not going to die from it um so I would really focus on that and then honestly the more that you value yourself respect yourself love yourself and not like oh I love myself but like deeply fucking love yourself like you know that you are worthy of everything that you want you're worthy of the best fucking people in your lives you do not put up people's bullshit you draw boundaries like you have a deep level of self-respect that shit I find also super empowering because you know that you're not getting things in your life it's like a reflection of like you doing anything like of like your lack of self-love or you're not you know you're not repelling manifestations because you don't love yourself, for example. It's like, you're not getting X manifested because it's not meant to fucking manifest yet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like basically the more in alignment that you are, the easier your fucking life becomes because you don't worry about shit because you know that you've done all that you can do. And that's what it's like the key thing, right? Like if you've done all you can do, like just stop worrying about shit because it's fucking yeah. draining. Yeah, totally. I love, the, I love the concept of neutrality.
1: I feel like the more I lean into that, it, it's just things just flow to me. It's like, I, I, it's not that I care less. And I think sometimes people can get that confused with, if I'm neutral about it, then I care less about it. It's just, it's not emotionally supercharging it of like validating you. If I get it, then it's going to be something. And I think that's, you know, I love how you really frame that. And I also love that. Yeah. Like, fuck, you're right. Like the more intuitive we become, you know, the more we tap into that the more we just know we're okay, I think the more intuitive we are, the, the more we just trust and believe in ourselves. And therefore, exactly. if you just trust and believe it's all going to work out, then you don't have to be so attached to it. Now you mentioned yeah. something, and I know, because you mentioned, I, I, I am in MMM level two, which guys yeah. is an amazing program. Thanks, And, um, I really do think like, even given my knowledge of manifestation, money, mindset, et cetera, like it, I, I love learning from other people and I really jive with your approach on mm-hmm. it. And, um, Um, and so I've I've like loved it I mean even some of the the videos I've like you know listened to again because they just like they hit differently each time Mm -hmm. but you mentioned it um, a bit ago about you know we're always manifesting and I think that was a big thing I think that's a really big thing for people to understand is that you know we get so fixated on these really big ones but to start focusing on all the little miracles and manifestations that happen so you know, let's touch on that a bit. Like what what can someone do to begin noticing that? Oh, wait a minute. I totally manifested that free coffee or I totally manifest,
0: you know, like how can we tune into like micro manifestations? So I think that with the micro manifestation stuff, um, people just aren't tuned into like gratitude of everyday little things, like little simplicities, like um, even for, they don't see the miracles behind things. They just see problems, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, when we arrived in Mexico in Cancun, airport um unfortunately the vet did not give me one of the paperwork so we had this whole issue with jelly my little dog that was with me and the day before that I took him to get his vet appointment to have his vet appointment because you have to get one right before you fly like 24 hours beforehand and the vet said to me um this story has a fucking purpose by the way guys the vet <laughs> said to me do you want to get him dewormed and I was like mm, and I was just like yeah okay whatever and I just like trusted that that it was just like something was just like yes Now, thank fuck, because for some reason, the vet did not know that jelly needed to be dewormed when we got into Mexico, Mm -hmm. right, to be allowed in. And so I phoned the hotline, Um, I had to phone the ambulance, the, the hospital hotline, like 24 hour thing. And they weren't able to give a health certificate, but they were able to send over Jelly's history. And luckily in his history from yesterday, it said that he was given a deworming and like the name of it. Now, had he not been given the deworming, I don't even know what I would have fucking done. So like, that's even a little tiny example of like, if i didn't go to the vet and xy and z happen and then like he i thought that he had worms like when he was a puppy but he actually didn't so i got a deworming thing because he was really sick and i was really worried that he had worms but i don't even know what he had i think it was just like digestive issues because I, I i adopted him from another family that was giving him away anyway and they fed him shit food and that incident made me remember at the vet you know what I'm just gonna give them to him because I don't want him to get something and we're just gonna play on the safe side even though like they're not really preventative like whatever just fucking give it to him because those like that scenario kind of made me be like don't be so fucking holistic Monica that it's like kind of annoying and I feel like if I didn't have that problem months ago, I wouldn't, I would have, I would have been like, no, don't give him anything at the at the vet. But I was like, fuck it, just do it. What it also meant is that when I got to the airport, everything was obviously fine. And then I now know coming into Mexico that I have to have that thing. And the vet didn't fucking know that. So I can tell the vet that, which is going to save a lot of other people some hassle. It also meant that I could share it on my Instagram because people wanted to know everything that you need to get in. And it also made me, re- made me realize, don't just trust the vet because they might not even know like double check shit oh you're frozen you're there okay double double check shit before you like go into a country and that a lot of people wouldn't even see that as a manifestation but to me it was like it was a fucking hiccup but in that hiccup I learned something I will never ever forget in my fucking life and how many other people will it help so like that's even an example of like it wasn't necessarily like a free coffee per se, but it was like a little micro manifestation. Even another example is like staying here in Tulum, I chose like this hotel based off like the vibe of it. And like, it was it was one of the very few hotels that allowed dogs here. And like, I've met some fucking ridiculous people. And it's like, that's a micro manifestation, right? I'm in my vibe, I'm attracting an amazing people like it's those little scenarios people don't see that as like manifesting because it's like it's almost so casual right it's so casual it's like I'm sitting in a restaurant someone comes to play with jelly then we become friends and then I find out his job is like the most ridiculous thing ever right um and like that kind of stuff is the micro manifesting that people just don't don't realize um so yeah. I would say really focusing on the gratitude and just like little things that come into your life that you're like, oh, huh, that was really easy, right? Yeah. Or even a miracle that happens after a quote unquote problem. Like that's you manifesting mm. when you were having the issue that everything was going to be okay. You would know this from MM level two, that when we were driving to Switzerland, our car broke down, mm. and whilst that's like, what the fuck? And like James, James went to the, what's like the car person, like CAA? the car fixer you know like like an auto mechanic or something yeah the mechanic that's the word don't (laughs) Don't get me into fucking car don't get me to fix anything a mechanic and they did a full check over yep everything was perfect and our car broke down literally like three hours into like a 14 hour drive right and that though was a miracle because then we had to get a french hire car long story short We had to get a French hire car, which means that we weren't stopped at the French-Swiss border because this was at the same time all this was happening, this new law was coming into play where like the UK citizens could not fucking leave the country, but we left the country by car. And it's like, it's little things like that where people go into that panic mode when something happens straight away, instead of seeing it as like all something good's about to happen, like there's about Mm -hmm. to be a miracle in this. So that's kind of a, a thing with like micro manifesting that i would just really suggest to people of like start to be grateful for like the tiniest little things little things like amazing service at a hotel like that you manifested that in that yeah. you wanted to stay somewhere that was amazing and you have incredible service like you have manifested feeling like I feel so even though I'm you know traveling alone and I've got friends here that come and go I feel so supported and so looked after at this hotel because of the level of the service and I'm always manifesting that I'm being led and that I get to be my feminine and here it's like I don't lift a fucking finger at this hotel which I love so even though I don't have a man by my side right now I feel like I do because I'm so supported protected look up, looked after x y and z so that's kind of what I would say on that Oh, I love that.
1: Um, well, there was one thing I wanted to touch on with that. Yeah. Like maybe, and maybe people, we get like hung up on like the term manifestation. Cause I also think it's like, yeah. what are you attracting? Right. It's like, exactly. Micro what do you want? Like, yeah. It's like, it's maybe not something you've consciously thought of. Like the fact that you're meeting amazing people and having this yeah. incredible experience on your trip. Like, that may, that may not be something you intentionally manifested, but like you're attracting and you're attracting all of these amazing things because the vibration, the frequency you're emitting, et cetera, et cetera. And like, yeah, looking at it, maybe it's like, it doesn't have to be deemed as a manifestation or labeled as a manifestation. It's like, what are you attracting? And just starting to open your mind, expand it to like, Oh fuck. Like there's actually a lot of like amazing things that happen on
0: my day to day. And exactly, I'm just awake to it now. And um, I was also going to say, like, your environment is super key. And I feel like a lot of people, especially in lockdown, they've gotten really stuck with where they're at because they're not allowing themselves to feel expansive. And that doesn't mean you have to go on a trip somewhere. It means like, how can you expand your energy? How can you change your environment to yeah. allow you to become a match to that next level? Things because if you're caught, if you're constantly staying in this like saying, let's say let's just pretend there's like levels of life, right? And like mm-hmm. as you go up a step, you like have increased your wealth frequency, you're having more money, more success, more friends, whatever it is that you're like manifesting. If you are constantly staying on like the same fucking step and you're never like pushing yourself up to the next level, you're never pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you're, you're becoming like complacent in your environment, which isn't an attractive quality either, because you're not like excited about that next level whereas when you change your environment you shake shit up whether it's changing your exercise going somewhere on a trip whatever it is you get excited about that next level and that excitement attracts in new things without you even trying so it's not about like to me it is not about just sitting and journaling it's actually yeah. about that embodiment that a whole experience it's about you actually experiencing it in your day-to-day life, not just writing down, I want this amount of money and then closing the journal and thinking it's going to happen because yeah. the likelihood of it happening from you writing it down, it's not going to happen. It's actually about you then living it out and taking the action. Like people fucking forget that shit. Just because you've written something down or said something doesn't mean it's gonna happen, because there's all all there's all the laws in play, right? And one of them is the law of action. And that means you need to get off your fucking ass and do something about it. So if you're wanting to attract in, let's say, better friends, are you going out and meeting people? Are you sitting and working in cafes? Are you talking to people at the beach or are you like constantly headphones in and staying at home? And obviously I know a lot of us are in lockdown, but that's that doesn't matter because there's, there's an online world for a fucking reason, right? So you can still be meeting amazing people online but if you constantly are blocking yourself because you have resistance to getting the manifestation or you just think it's going to fucking fall in your lap or you're like no I want to meet people in a particular way I'm not saying that you can't meet people in a particular way but you also need to be okay with it coming in in a way that you didn't expect I definitely feel like people have stories around the ways the way things come in and therefore they don't allow themselves to receive manifestations because they're like oh no I wanted that 10 grand to come in via my client so when it comes in via a check you're right oh
1: my, gosh, my phone just started talking and oh sorry that I sent to someone I was like what the fuck <laughs>
0: um, oh. lol so yeah like even if you're like yeah. I went on track in $10,000 and then that comes through as a check for example in the mail from like I don't know like a house you rented ages ago And then you're like, no, I want this through clients. It's like, you're not even allowing yourself to receive Mm -hmm. the manifestation because you're so obsessed with the way that it comes in. And if you want it to come in a particular way, then you have to fucking say that. But also like, I feel like someone asked me about like, how do you manifest specifically? And I'm like, why are you trying to manifest specifically? Mm -hmm. Like not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I I mean, it depends what you're trying to manifest. Right. But I'm also like, you're not then trusting in the universe, delivering you the thing that's of the highest good to you so if you're manifesting like I need to have like I want to manifest ten thousand dollars but it has to come through clients for example it's like there's nothing wrong with that per se but then maybe you should focus on manifesting clients not manifesting ten thousand dollars so it's like okay. also be open to the universe delivering it to you in ways that you don't expect I think that's the funnest thing when it's like ways that you didn't okay. expect
1: yeah, I, and I'm going to just, like, add a little piece of that, and yeah. I, I think I've shared it with you guys. Maybe I haven't. No, I have, because I've talked about, like, my, like, manifesting my current partner, mm-hmm. but I had a real hang-up over, like, I don't really do dating apps. Like, you know, I, like, I've always met guys organically, you know, at a bar, at a restaurant, you know, yeah. like, through people, like, you know, and I, and I had this story around, like, you know, I almost thought... I was like better than the apps. I was like entitled. Yeah. I'm like, no, like I'm too good for the apps. And yeah. you know, I really had to get over myself first of all. And I was like, you know, what? like, we were about to like, kind of go into a lockdown again. It was like in the or like early fall, September. Yeah. It was September. And I was like, you know what, if you can get over yourself. Like just, just go on the apps. Like, set the intention that like, you know, like you're attracting a certain caliber of partner. Like you're not going to settle for like some fuck boy. That's just not your vibe. Um, And you know, the second person I met or like not matched with, but like the second person that I actually like set up a date with who I ended up, it was the first guy I ended up having a date with because the other one I like delayed our date, like he's my current boyfriend. And like, I wouldn't, and he literally lives around the corner from me. I'm like, how is it that like, we lived around the corner from each other for like, how long, like, I've never seen you in the city. I've lived in the city for so long. Like, I know a lot of people, I do a lot of things. And like, I've just like, never We're the same age. I have all these things. And I'm like, and he's like, amazing. And I'm like, like, okay. So if I didn't get over myself and I said, I will only meet someone in person, then I may still not be in a relationship. And I would not have met him. And I'm like, so like, that's a great example of like, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm just open. Like, I'm really open. I'm going to meet amazing people. I got to get over the fact that, like, there's only losers on the apps
0: or that there's only Puck Boys. Mm-hmm. I and- hate when I see that shit on Instagram. Yeah. Of, like, I saw one guy doing it and he did, like, an actual, like, written graphic of, like, how you only, you only meet one caliber of people on apps I and then, God. like, I and then that. everyone in the comments was braiding it and I was like, well, yeah, if you fucking believe that, then, of course. And the thing that I... I often say to my clients, it's like reverse the roles. Like I can guarantee you there are men that are like, Oh, all I meet are these fucking like airhead women on these apps. And it's like, but if you're wanting to go on the app and you're not an airhead, I can guarantee you there's men out there that are in the exact same position as you think in the exact oh, same oh. thing. And what I always come back to as well is every single one of my best friends, besides one of my male best friends that I met, um, when I did my ski instructing certification, in Whistler, um, I've met online. Every single one of them, one of my best friends, I haven't even met in real life thanks to bloody COVID. Um, I've met them all online or I've met them very briefly in person. Like my friend Taj downstairs at the moment, um, I met her very briefly when I was speaking at an event. But the way that we remained friends was online. So basically we actually built our friendship pretty much online because yeah. I barely I, I literally met her for a split second and then we just built our friendship over like online. So yeah, I think I did an episode on this actually of like um how Disney's fucked our dating mindset. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this so like Disney has made us be like, you know, you meet people like this and like we, we fantasize about these perfect meat cutes right that we see about in the movies and blah 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 but the reality is that we're in like a new world and we get to use the online space as a benefit like it is a benefit like I like fuck even with COVID how many of us would have would have been so alone and feeling so much more depressed than what we already feel if yeah. we didn't have the online space to like talk to yeah. our families, talk to our friends, X, Y, and Z. So I feel like so many of us, you know, we whilst we fantasize over like these perfect meet cutes we aren't allowing ourselves to react to realize that like it's actually a time saver, also the online world. And um, and then it's not, you're not gonna meet worse people online than you are offline like that's a total because you can meet shit guys in a bar the totally. thing is it will just it will just take you longer to realize their shit yeah. versus on an app you will realize straight away so totally. it's it's yeah it's a whole like that's a whole other topic of conversation It's a whole other topic
1: 100 but yeah I, yeah I share the sentiment i've like all of my like closest friends online yeah. friends. like my best yeah. friend like it's so it's like it's easy if you set that intention and you're just open to meeting people in exactly all forms of ways. Now you mentioned something, um, well, you, you talk about like, you know, change your environment to change your, your vibe, change, change yeah. your frequency. And I kind of want to shift more into like, yeah, like our wealth frequency and like, yeah, a lot of us, for example, are, are, are in lockdown and it, and it's, you know, increasingly challenging to um, you know, switch up our environment and just hop mm-hmm. on a plane and travel and, You know, of course, it's all a choice, but for those people who are at home and aren't making, um, you know, uh, yeah, aren't able to travel or choosing not to travel, what can we do to expand our wealth frequency our wealth consciousness even um, while,
0: you know, Living in the same environment and doing the same things. Yeah, and I totally get this because, like, for pretty much like the last ten months, I've been in lockdown in London, and -hmm. it's been pretty miserable. Especially because London isn't the city that it's not my sole city. If I was in lockdown in New York, like, and I walked down a New York street, different fucking experience. So, firstly, even though I'm in Tulum right now, not in lockdown. I totally understand it. Um, So a couple of things that I found really helpful is I am an environment based person. So like I said before, my environment really upgrades me. So my house in London that I had, obviously it helped that it was a glorious house that I lived in. Um, I did things like I bought a new desk. So I had this insane glass, huge desk, which made me feel so bougie every time I sat down to it. I did things like I bought like different pillows. Like I, because I was doing like an Airbnb rollover things. So everything was like furnished already. And like, it was beautifully furnished, but I wanted to make it like more my vibe. So I swapped pillows up. I bought like um, a big, like big vases. And I got like those, like one of those like fluffy, flowery, wow. Yeah, they're right here. Yeah, pumpers. I got, like, <laughs> them and I put them in it. I got, like, my own champagne glasses, my own wine glasses. I got, like, my own kitchen utensils, throw rugs, like, all these little things where when I walked into my house, it was, like, it's my house. And I felt yeah. I felt luxurious in it. I felt excited to be in it, like, those different things. So that I found really helpful. Another thing also is, like, wear a fucking proper outfit. So obviously yeah. some days, on a Friday especially, you just want to be in your trackies. I totally get that. I am a trackie lover and like just so wear nothing be naked in a robe all the time kind of person however I found it very helpful when I would put on an outfit that I would walk down the street of a New York in like mm-hmm. that like that really helped me to shift um I also found it helpful to go for walks in the middle of the day not just in the morning and in the evening to like change things up yeah. um and like cooking different things for dinner as well and really prioritizing like things like baths and you know rubbing your whole body in moisturizer and all those like pleasure feminine things putting yeah. on music dancing wearing like really beautiful lingerie every day and not just like shit that you got from like Victoria's Secret but like shopping like the more high-end stuff right not saying Victoria's Secret is bad I've got fucking Victoria's Secret underwear but when you put on a beautiful like you know more um more expensive, let's just say, uh, like a like set of lingerie from yeah. like Blue Bella or like whatever, any of those kind of more marketplaces. Yeah. yeah, you feel different. You feel like this fucking queen of a woman in her red lace that's like you want to put that shit in a fucking washing machine kind of thing (laughs) and that is like a different vibe um so I find that stuff really helpful and then even as I was saying before we started Rachel like just going to like a cabin if you can like outside of your home even if it's fucking staying in a hotel one night and just literally booking a hotel I mean end of last year I had a photo shoot at the Rosewood in London and I stayed there that night and like even just doing that even staying in a hotel for one night was a world of difference if I didn't if I wasn't able to come to Mexico I was actually going to go stay at different hotels every weekend in London for quote-unquote work because I I needed to like I just I absolutely needed to um I would obviously say make sure that you really look into the travel situation because the media is making it a lot worse than what it is. So like I've come from London to Mexico. I'm going to Colorado at the beginning of March. Um, You know, like it's not, I mean, there's ways to work around it. So like, for example, when I get to Colorado and my plane ticket is for a week later and I'm going in for a business meeting, but I will change the plane ticket once I arrive. So it's just about being strategic. It's like you can cheat this fucking stupid system right now. It's about being strategic and not letting the too hard stop you from living your life. Because it was very easy for me this morning before I made that decision to be like, oh, is it just too hard to go to Colorado? Like, is it just too hard? I got to like go back to Cancun airport, blah, blah, blah. And it was like that too hard. I like sat with myself and I was like, that too hard is coming from like a place of fucking laziness, Monica, of like, oh, I just can't be bothered. But I know that I'm going to be in that fucking country. And I know that as soon as I'm there in Colorado with the snow and like in the cabin, and I'm going to be so happy that I did it. And I know that it wasn't going to be too hard because when I left London to Mexico, I thought it was going to be too hard. And it wasn't, it was just new that's all it is it's just new I've never flown in to fucking America in a pandemic so it's it's new but it's not too hard so just also make sure that like you're not holding yourself back from what you want because of like too hard, too much effort, don't know how to do it, X, Y, and Z. Because when you're jumping into something new, it's always going to feel too hard. It's always going to feel like I don't know how to do it because it's fucking new. That's why you feel like it's too hard. It's not because it actually is. Sometimes it's too hard, of course, but like generally speaking, it's not too hard. It's just that you need to like get resourceful. I really like that. And
1: I think like, you know, that's why I've been like loving watching your stories um, in Mexico. And it's like, you know, part of my soul is like always where it's sunny and beautiful and, Mm -hmm. um, and and all that. And I think like, you know, it's, it. It is empowering. It's like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I mean, I'm definitely on the like, they're they're definitely making it challenging to prevent as yeah. many people as possible from doing yeah. it. But yeah. there is absolutely a, a way to do it. You know, if that's something that's really calling to you. Now, let's like link that in. So you're changing your vibe, you're changing your energy with what you've got, the resources available to each and every one of us. How can that, how does that then connect to your wealth attraction, to your wealth consciousness? If you're flipping your vibe, you're, you know, oozing in more luxurious experiences, even if it's at home, like, how can that, how does that correlate to, you know, especially for a
0: lot of women tuning in who are business owners? So, obviously like you're always vibrating at a certain frequency and because we are all one um when you're in a certain environment you like become that environment in that you absorb the energy around you that's how when you walk into a room and you're like oh I do not feel good in this room mm-hmm. it's because you're absorbing the energy right mm-hmm. so when you have a beautiful space around you, your energy shifts because you absorb the energy that's around you. And as your energy shifts, your wealth frequency is increased because you start to have like a new reality of your minimum, right? So like, for example, some people's minimum could be like, oh, I pay like, let's say $5,000 in rent a month. And then once they've done that, that's their minimum. And then the next time they get a new apartment, they pay 10 grand a month and then that becomes their minimum and like they would just it's not on their radar really to pay less than 10 grand a month because that's just like their standard and a really basic example is that you know back in the day when we were like young and had no money we would like buy like cheap tops cheap dresses and like a 50 dollars top was like expensive and then now we, a $50 top, it's like, we don't even like register that really. It's like, yeah. we are okay with paying $200 for a top. Mm-hmm. And back then we were like, fuck no, that's just because we've yeah, increased like our... $50 would like don yeah. you in like a full outfit, two outfits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so now you're happy to pay the $200, $200 because that's like your new minimum. So anything below 200, doesn't really even cross your mind really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like 200 and above. So for me, it's like once I started staying in like a certain caliber of hotels, it's like I would never fall below that because it's like just, it's just like I can't, like I could not stay in somewhere below that if that makes sense. So it's just like it becomes like your reality, um, that level. And it's not to say say that that level below it is worse. It's actually just that that's your reality. So the people that are not paying as much rent as I am per month does not mean that they are any less than me. It's actually just a different fucking reality. It's just that that's just my minimum. That doesn't mean anything about me at all. It's just that's what I want for myself and what I can do for myself. So when you're staying in a certain environment, you feel different. It's like when you walk into those luxurious as fuck hotels and you're like, oh my God, you feel open. You feel expansive. You feel excited. You feel safe. You feel... You feel looked after in like every way, shape or form. That energy affects your frequency and then you are going to attract more things in. Like that's why when people go on holidays and they stay in beautiful places, like all these amazing things happen to them. For example, it's because you are vibrating at that frequency. It doesn't necessarily mean that like you're going to have insane manifestations per se. It could actually just mean that your manifestation is that you feel fucking amazing at the end of that and you feel inspired to then go home and create a new course, for example. Um, so I would say that about environment. And I also would say to any business owners, please detach from the concept of, well, if I'm paying 20 K for a beach house for a month, I have to then make 20 K back. Like you then actually put yourself in scarcity, right? It becomes limiting. It becomes like you're blackmailing yourself essentially of I've paid this much. I have to make it back. And, the reason why I say like don't well I say don't do this and you can do whatever the hell you want is because you're then like putting yourself in a box and you're making it like I can only rent these kind of houses if I make this kind of money and you're not allowing yourself to be like I just get to fucking enjoy this and I don't need to worry about money because it's not my responsibility where the money comes from my responsibility is to be in enjoyment be in love be in receptivity be in gratitude and the universe We'll figure out the fucking money. It's not your responsibility to worry about the fucking money. And the example that I use with this is like when I was in Switzerland, the penthouse that we were in was a lot and I've never paid out much for literally anything in my fucking life and um and I didn't make that 50k back in the two and a half weeks but then my January month was 150,000 that month so it's like that do you know what do you know what I mean so it's like you don't I got to enjoy that time and what was beautiful about that was that enjoyment of that time I had downloads I was inspired which meant in January I I feel that energy I I pull that energy into January Mm -hmm. and I, I fueled it into my work and into my creativity and x y and z and it was more about me receiving that energetic upgrade I don't have to do anything with it I just got to receive it and then the way that it came about in terms of quote-unquote making the money back was not ever my responsibility so Mm. I wasn't sitting I wasn't selling anything on that trip actually I was selling me 11 on a mother but not heavily by any means Mm. I wasn't I wasn't worried about work I wasn't worried about promoting something I didn't give two fucks I honestly was like I'm here to enjoy myself and that was it and I was off I was completely off and Sarah was the one doing the promoting on my Instagram stories not me I was just doing the fun the fun Instagram stories and so it's like take out this need of like if I buy this handbag if I buy this outfit if I I get this house I have to make this back this week or I even saying like even putting yourself in this thing of like, well, if I buy this, I'll make the money back. So that's why I'll buy it. Can you see how it's not from enjoyment? It's not like I get to buy it because I get to buy it. It's like, Mm -hmm. if I buy this, then I'll make the money. You know how people say like, well, if I hire the coach, then I'll make it back. And if I want to make 50 grand, but I better hire this coach because then I'll make 50 grand. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. now you're actually putting pressure on that reality. And that scarcity energy. You're not, you know, the energy that you want to be in is I get to buy this because I get to buy it the end yeah. and the how it's never your responsibility. Yeah.
1: No, I love that. You mentioned that. I think that's, that, that's actually quite huge. Cause I've, I've heard that quite a bit. It's like, you know, spend more to make more. And you know, mm-hmm. anytime I've done that, it, it does, it doesn't translate. It's like, Oh, I didn't actually, yeah. you know, cause again, it's a, it's that pressure now that I know what I know. I'm like, oh well no shit it didn't work yeah but you know and Mm -hmm. I want to just say that yeah like at the beginning of the pandemic last March you know a big big thing for me and my business like I I travel a lot and Mm. well I was traveling lot. you're a sage I get that (laughs) yeah and uh, oh my god yeah it it runs deep and uh yeah but you know and I my business would always do really well when I travel like effortlessly Just like boom 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 okay like yeah, like me because that that's like for me, like, that's my, like, soul is, like, on fire, like, lit up, and I had to really, you know, when we couldn't travel as freely, and, like, especially in the first lockdown, like, I think a lot of people were just, like, what the fuck is happening in the world, Yeah. but, like, I had to find ways to raise my frequency and to, like, you know, embody kind of what you said, like, to be, like, okay, well, if I can't travel right now, I've got to flip it because, like, I'm, I've got to find ways that I can like raise my frequency and raise my vibe in the every single day. Because mm-hmm. if I don't, then my business is going to be, you know, it's going to suffer. It's going to be, yeah. impacted. And I think that's like such a beautiful lesson too. It's like, yes, like travel is really nice. And yes, like if there's where there's a will, there's a way for sure. But also that point about like, you can do a lot in your day to day to raise that frequency, to attract even more and, and to thrive, you know? Yeah. Times are like unprecedented right now. It's fucking mm-hmm. whack, but like, And what you just shared, you had an amazing January. Like, businesses are still thriving. Like, people are still really, really, really well. And take the pressure off
0: yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't like, I feel like right now, also with COVID, people, business owners really put the pressure on themselves of, like every month has to be bigger. And I'm like, no, it fucking doesn't. Yeah, every month good. doesn't yeah. have to be bigger. Like, you need mm-hmm. to focus on your happiness, your yeah. relationships, the love that's in your life, and what makes yeah. you deeply happy. And the reality is, your business does not make you deeply happy. Love, friendships, and relationships makes you yeah. fucking deeply happy as a woman. Um, men is different, but for women, that's what it is. And so, if you used to make, say, 60K a month, and now you're making 20, you know what, if that covers your bills and you are getting through the days and you are happy and you're able to see friends, focus on that. Like, like you said, we're in unprecedented times. Um, like I also have traveled during January, you know what I mean? So that's, that's given me a whole new burst of fucking life that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And had, I mean, I could, I definitely, I could have made 150 K sitting at home in January, definitely not denying that. However, it's a lot easier for me to do it when I'm traveling, like absolutely hands down. And so I end of like last year, I took the pressure on myself, like my business, like it grew a hundred percent, but it didn't grow. Like it didn't quantum leap like it did from like year one to year two. Um, and I have no shame in saying that because the reality is I was in lockdown. I was homesick as fuck. I was in a city where I knew nobody. I was doing the best I could. And that's fine. So if I did like only a little bit better than the year beforehand, like who the fuck cares? Who who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're really only competing
1: with yourself. And if your quality of life and your happiness is, is in check, then like, I think like you're doing pretty fucking okay. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like that's important. And I think that that's something, and I love that you said that and we can like wrap up here in just a minute because yeah. I think like, you know, we put up put up a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of people talking about what they make in their business and these numbers that they're hitting. And I think, you know, it becomes a race to get there faster. You know, we, we think that like, well, I should be there or, you know, okay, I got to get there, you know, to validate myself validate my business. And, and same thing. I, I, I had been guilty of chasing numbers because I saw other people and I heard what other people are making. Like I've hired coaches because, you know, I thought that I could make the money back and whatever, you know, I've been guilty of all that. And, and what I learned last year was like, you know, I like me being me, me prioritizing myself, my energy Mm. and, and, you know, being the best I can for me and yeah, like still doing the things I love allows me to hold space in a, in a, in a different way for not only just like women in general, but like higher caliber women, like the, the type of women I want to, to call in and, you know, who are, who are there for the right reasons, rather than what we were just mentioning of like, you know, investing X amount to make X amount, you know, it's like, it hits different. And so, you know, it, it,
0: and invest because you want to exactly like, like just so no one's confused. Rachel's not saying don't invest. Rachel's saying that she invested with the idea that if I invest this, then I'll make it back rather Poor. than I want to invest this money I because I want people. to invest this money. Yes. It, like it's a very different energy. You're putting yes. pressure on that money. And like, think about it like in a relationship, when you smother someone, it's repelling to the other person. Mm. But if you don't smother them, then if they're not repelled, same thing with money. If you smother money by putting all this pressure on them, they're like, the money's like, whoa, we are not Never. coming back to that energy. That's that's like a repelling energy. <laughs> is when you freely give, you freely
1: receive. Totally, and like, yeah, yeah like, thanks for that clarification. A hundred percent. I think, yeah, you know, it, it is like the the energy that you um, make any decision in. And yeah, I love that you d- touched on this. I literally like there are so many other things I want to touch on, but like, you know, for the sake of time, we just have to do a second episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, maybe we'll meet up in the world and be able to do it. Yeah. But honestly, thanks so much, love. Um, love this chat. And yeah, I'm gonna continue to live vicariously through your (laughs) (laughs) I
0: love it. Okay. Thanks so much. Love. I hope that you guys absolutely loved that podcast episode with Rachel. It was so juicy, and I remember recording it. I was sitting up in that loft in that three-level story, three-story beach house um, on Tulum Beach, and it was just gorgeous. And I cannot wait to be back there in November with my team and with my two new doggies. Well, Jelly's not new, but Butter is new. With my two doggies in November for our immersion, I am so excited for these ladies that have that have invested in themselves and come. To join this amazing three and a half day trauma healing process. And obviously, I'm really excited once my events can start again next year for everyone, and they'll be a lot bigger. So keep a lookout for them. They're going to be held in New York City um, once the world opens up and travel is a lot easier and a bit more free flowing. Do not forget MM Level 2 closes on the 22nd of September. And to join my behind the scenes bubble for literally my Instagram stories on steroids and way more of a value exchange.